Hello? Hey, you got me. You got me. I'm here. I'm here. You got me dead to rights. Okay. All right. Good, 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 good. Okay. All right. So um, we're going to talk about this new He-Man series, huh? I, I guess that's what we're talking about. You know okay. what I mean? I'm, I can't say without questions that PowerCon is coming up. And I'm definitely within that countdown time frame of getting jitters for that. But I think next week, if we have the opportunity, we'll go ahead and have a pregame kickoff show about that PowerCon, you know, and getting into that and what our predictions are. But in the meanwhile, just to go ahead and create some content, you know, for Brothers of Eternia, let's go ahead and talk about, you know, the uh, new CG um, Netflix trailer, He-Man and the Master Universe. And let's give it to everybody from an adult perspective, being that the show is centralized and geared towards children it looks like oh yeah most definitely um so i saw it and okay. um yes it's for kids and i like the fact that they're saying that this is for kids and um the other uh kevin smith series is supposed to be the one for adults so i hope that a lot of negativity towards this series uh won't present itself because off the bat they're not there's no uh, uh smoke and mirrors you know it's no misleading no uh devil and and i mean that devil a wolf in sheep's clothing where it's like we say it's one thing and it's not they're saying okay. straight up this is for kids and you look at the uh previews for it it is definitely for kids it looks like some type of uh fortnite type uh, Jimmy Neutron, I don't know, but it looks like something that kids watch now, and it makes sense. Yeah. Yep. I would have to say the same thing, too. The way that it presents itself and the way that it verbally was presented to us that Revelations was for the diehard, the adult fans, and the CG animated show was going to be geared towards kids. And uh, hopefully we don't get any negativity or backlash behind this because the way it presents itself visually is is for a younger demographic. It doesn't look like it has the wokish. It doesn't look like there's any kind of agenda in it. It just no. looks like retelling of, I wouldn't necessarily say our masters, but using the primary characters are just retelling a story for a younger audience. And I can't say that's good or bad because it all comes down to script, writing, and all that good stuff. Now, what we can speak about is what we are seeing. You know, we can talk about the uh, the recharacter designs and how it looks, you know, because okay. of course, like I said, it looks like Fortnite. So it's going to be formatted to where these characters are bigger upper bodies, lower, uh, smaller, lower bodies, you know, and it looks like animation. But I'd have to say that just looking at it um, on the surface for face value, if you want to say that it's got a master skin on some different property, which is probably what it's going to be after it's all said and done. It looks pretty good. It looks fun. It looks entertaining without seeing an episode yet yeah i mean um hey i look at it like this the title alone is called he man okay the masters of the universe so if anybody is worried about uh a, a, a masters of the universe series that is not starring he man and he man is not the main character off the bat they're telling you he man and the masters of the universe so <laughs> i would yep. think that <laughs> that that should uh shut some people up right there and yep. you know, it has that future steam, you know, a cyberpunk look. And you know, I, I'm cool with it because um, if okay, if somebody looks at this and says, um, oh, you know, the story, you know, it looks different or it changes. To be honest, to be a uh, hardcore He-Man fan to this day, it's still hard for me to look at New Adventures. 
to this day, oh. I still have a hard time getting through episodes of that. Even though I'm thirsty, I'm hungry for more Masters of the Universe stuff, I can't even go back and look at those episodes because I'm like, what's up with Masters of the Universe and Bible stories? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's yeah. different. It's different. I mean, character design, uh, 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 characters are so different. So, I mean, it, it, to me, looking at this right here, I have to give it a shot. You know what I'm saying? Because it, to me, that looks this. Just looking at the short little snippet that I saw, it seems more Masters of the Universe than New Adventures to me. And you know what I'm saying? I know I might get hate for that one, but it is what it is. Okay, that's that's actually a fair point. You know, from your perspective. Uh-huh. Now, what's, what what I, what I would like to say about that is too, and I could have very well said this in the last episode. I don't think there's any actual incarnation of Master Universe in animation that I absolutely just love because okay. I was I was a mini comics fan from the beginning. Oh, so okay. so coming from the mini comics I thought that was going to be filmation. It wasn't it wasn't filmation, but what we got is what we learned to love because it was presented to us. New Adventures came, it misses mark with me because I thought I was too cool and too old for it, but oddly enough and stuff once they uh re-represented it in the classics line and stuff, I learned to love it, but mind oh, yeah. you that was a whole 30 years after the fact. So that ship had sailed. So it was a failure, you know, in terms of it presenting itself in cartoon form in the toys, but we learned to love it after the fact. And then you go ahead and come forward to the 2000 X all the way to revelations in this. And there's not one iteration of masters I've, I, that I just love. The only reason that this new um, CG show would be bad is probably compared to, I'd say revelations because revelations is only being compared to probably filmations. Nobody took the opportunity to compare Revelations to 2000X, and if they did, they probably liked 2000X more for their own personal opinions. But I'm 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 not clinging on to any of the animation in any genre. I just okay. watch it for what it is. Uh, hopefully, I catch it when it airs because New Adventures, like I said, I was late to the party on and stuff when it was of 13 to 15. I just wasn't into it at the time. But I'm definitely going to give it a chance. But going back to what you said it visually looks more like He-Man and the Master Universe than what New Adventures does. But New Adventures is his own take on it and people have learned to adopt and adapt it for what it is. Now, what I would say would be interesting is the toys are gonna be made for kids, probably from four to 10 years old, I'm sure, because the aesthetics of the toys look that way. So they're gonna be cheaply made like that. But I would like to know if they upgraded those and put them in the Revelations toy lines or the the Masterverse, I wonder if people would appreciate them more because I think there's I think there's an opportunity to take those character designs and if you classify them or the new um, Masterverse, if you put them in that buck or that body, I think people would appreciate them. So I'm kind of hoping that the Masterverse line takes that cue and it pulls from any and everything and everywhere because this show needs the support of not only kids, but it needs the support of hardcore fans and everybody that possibly can it can have and get. I think that we're going to enjoy it because it's going to be a filler until we get the next five episodes of Revelations. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to give I'm going to give it a chance just based on that. It's more He-Man content. Hopefully we like and love it, and that pushes it over the edge. I can't speak for kids two years old and seven year old that are in the household. I'll invite them to it. I think the two year old gravitated to more than the seven year old because he's tech savvy by his stand so i think he'll appreciate it but he probably won't understand why he'll appreciate it so i think the visuals are hook line and sink him in and it's all about story for me so i'm going to give it a chance but without question is another iteration that he man in the master universe it deserves 
to be at least um, viewed first time around. And then based off of that, we go from there. Okay. Now, now, once again, it, it might be a little controversy with even this series is because we have, once again, we have uh, some race swapping and yes. we have some uh, gender changing. So yep. uh, let me just start with the sorceress or Tila, which I'm not exactly sure of. It. She might be a combination of both, um, but she's black. You know, I would she see is. her. She's a magic user. So I'm assuming she's a sorceress. Okay. She's a mage. Yep. Uh, yeah. And uh, they show her and she's looking for the chosen one who was Adam. Okay. So she's black. And then uh, there's a female Ram Man or Ram Woman. Ram Man. <laughs> Ram Ram Ram. I'm, I'm not sure if these are the official working title names for these people, but I've heard uh, that character being referred to as Ram Ma'am. And wow. if that's if that's if that's truly the case of stuff then from a humorous standpoint i absolutely like it okay. and because because i don't have to take it you know as gospel no, it's yeah. those things where this show right here absolutely took the opportunity to go ahead and bring along that diversity and that inclusion once again but because this one is geared towards children i definitely don't think that anybody could take that same kind of passion and aggression towards this series as they did with Revelations. You would hope exactly. they backed out at this point in time. You would hope they'd be completely off of their soapboxes and either give this a chance or just leave it alone because it's not for them, but definitely yeah. don't add negativity to the table. But you're right though. So what are your opinions on the sorceress, Tila, or whatever that character is who appears to be um, black? I, I look at this whole series as mm -hmm. a alternate universe like now it's getting to a point to where it's like especially with multiverses etc mm -hmm. why not look at this as a multiverse because uh, for one thing um it, it looks cute i actually laughed at, at, you know at the at the one little uh part when she's like uh be cautious when going through the portal and they <laughs> just start walking through i thought it was cute you know it falls in line with a lot of cartoons and stuff that kids are watching now um um, so I, I don't really have a problem with um, with uh, the black sorceress, and I don't have a problem with um, the uh, female Ram Man because you know it, it, it's to me it's meant to be it's kitty and it's silly, yep. and for me to get serious about it, I I think it makes it'll make me look silly. <laughs> you know, for me to get I like serious that. over this right here, this is meant to be out there and yep. um you know and, and and there's actually certain parts that i actually that i like is this is the first this is the first time in an animated series where um keldor actually admits or says that he is he-man's uncle or adam's uncle yep uh, not even in 2000x yes they had a keldor but he they never said that he was his uncle, you know, it, it, you know, even in this one, um, the new one, Kevin Smith never said that they were um, that was his uncle. So in this one right here off the break, he's like, I'm your uncle. And I, and I always um, was was uh, curious or wondered if the concept of Keldor or the flesh colored um, um, being being able to switch to Skeletor okay. and vice versa almost like a power up almost like the way He-Man can become powerful 
or Adam can become powerful and become He-Man, can Kilda do the same thing and become a stronger form of himself as Skeletor and then go back and be like, you know, the handsome Kildor, Lays Man, you know, kind of like, you know, swarmy type of a guy. And then yeah. when the time comes, he can become like the the demon from another universe Skeletor and like kick butt. So I, I think that that'll be neat to look at. Well, okay, so touching the fandom that a lot of people hold so dear, this is like another form. Okay, now, yeah. now, now, in the process of letting you uh, letting you get that out, I was uh, the nerd in me was getting some real Momra type transformations. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I was getting some Momra type vibes vibes because of the way you uh, painted that, and I mean, we should definitely expect that. You know, I mean, we know nothing about this show whatsoever, so that very well could be. You know, a part of the uh, the plot synopsis at this point in time, or the story, it could be that Keldor has a transformation in and out of, yeah. and it might, it might work too. But I think that this show, along with Revelations and anything else in the history of Master Universe, is forever evolving. It's always going to be a sign of the times, and I think um, depending on what the fans and what garners and warrants the most visual views on it. It's probably going to be the the successor of Master Universe as it sits today, and that's what they'll continue to go with. Because I mean, there wasn't any um, assurance that Revelations was going to continue to go on for other series or not, and this is being rolled out. And I would think the money being invested in the He Man of the Master Universe CGI show would definitely be set up for further continuations for that kind of money going to that. Exactly. So, I mean, I would think that they put the put the best foot forward with the writing, the animation. And everything so i think it has the opportunity to be great you know what i mean i'm not in love with the visuals because i know that it's geared towards kids but i mean once again i told you there's no animation in master universe history that i'm absolutely in love with you turn it over to me and ask me what my ideal is it would be heavy metal blood guts and everything else okay. you know under the stars it would be barbarian all the way out and okay. that's something you can never get and and still be able to sell toys so with that being said i know to go ahead and put that in my back pocket you get a direct-to-DVD or something like that, you might have an opportunity in a one-shot, you know, yeah. in a one-shot. But to present that to the masses and sell toys, that would never happen. So knowing that, I, I, I don't, I'm not surprised by anything that Master Universe looks like from Filmation all the way to the new CGI show. I think it's a sign of the time, it's evolving, and it's a crapshoot and it's a risk to keep the line alive. And I hope that the yeah. kids do love it because toys, based off of the CG show are the funds that facilitate origins and revelations and pays for the toys for the adult collectors continue to have their lines too. So just I'm like all, I'm all, I'm pulling for it. Yeah. Just like with Transformers, Transformers did the same thing. You have, um, Bumblebee and the Transformers is real, like simplified kitty. Um, you had the, uh, the uh, uh, Transformers Prime. I mean, you had different versions yeah. of Transformers, but yet you still get a G1 series. You'll get G1 toys. They still have things for the G1 fans. It's just that you got to have, like Turtles. L look at the Turtles, how they have, like, how crazy they look now and, and, yeah. and exaggerated. But yet, they'll still come out with some NECA beautiful uh, uh vintage turtle looking type true to what they look like type stuff and um even thundercats the new thundercat series i thought was great but okay it was, it was so so not the thundercats that i remember 
you know. Now, just for clarification, you're definitely not making reference to Thundercats Roar. Oh my God, no, no, no. I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about the uh, the one where you had uh, Tigra was the brother of Lino, and Lino was smaller. You know, it was um, it, it was a good series. You know, Panthro. Um, he had the one eye, and you know, what I'm saying the side. No, no, I, I know what you're saying. So, so yeah, the character, yeah. the character designs were a departure from the vintage. Oh my but God, I have yeah. to tell you. But I'll say this though, as far as animation goes, as far as the story writing goes, I'm talking about I was on the edge of my seat every episode. Beautiful. It was nothing but cliffhangers. It was story development. It was character development. It was heart in that show and everything. And I think that it might have been a little too mature for uh -huh. what they were for because it aired on Cartoon Network also, yes. didn't it? Yeah, 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 death and everything on there. I think it was too good. I think it was too good. I mean, we'll have the opportunity to talk about our favorite lines and toys and the sculptors yeah. and something I'm going to say now that I'll say again when we get to that episode is uh -huh. I don't deserve classics. The four horsemen are gods of sculpturing. And for my necessity of toys, I don't deserve classics. So with that being said, I think the new Thundercat that we're referring to, which was in 2000, uh, not Roar by any means, I thought that it was too good for uh, for Cartoon Network. I thought it would. I don't. I don't think he has deserved a show that that was that 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 well written. Of course, it didn't have you know what I'm saying a slapstick humor and everything in it. Although it did have its funny points, it was just written so well. Mm -hmm. I was. This isn't gonna find. A, this isn't gonna find its 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 footing unless it's with core fans. And I like to think that the Thundercat fans, and I could be wrong, are probably even smaller than Masters. Oh my God! Like, yes. Yes. Okay, okay. I would like to think that anyways. Yeah. So I, even with all that support and support from other outside entities supporting that, I still don't know if it was enough to carry that over to other seasons. But that was great. You know what I'm it, saying? It was that a time slot is a big issue where well, with Netflix doing yeah. uh, Master Universe and have it streaming, that's great because you don't have to worry about catching at a certain time or whatever. It's there for you. Um, and like you said before, when it comes to negativity, even if you don't like it, they're gonna still get viewership because people are gonna look at it and they'll get those numbers up. So um, uh, another question about Masters, I'm gonna try and stay on track with Masters of the Universe. It was my fault got you. off the Thundercats, but um, how do you feel about the robot Orko? Okay, I'm glad you said that. That was on my mind a minute ago, but since we got off okay. on a tangent, <laughs> reeling it on back in, I appreciate you on that one. Okay. Um, I, I'm totally indifferent about it. You know, Orko has never been one of my favorite characters. I always uh -huh. thought he was comic relief. I think the, the best interpretation of him was probably in Revelations. In some of the classic storylines, I like the way that he was represented, but he was never one of my favorite characters. So I'm indifferent about it. I was shocked that he was a robot. Um, I'm hoping that it serves a purpose. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I think I think for a show that would cost that much to create with CGI, far as the writing goes, I would have to trust them a little bit to say that there has to be a good reason as to why you took um, a, a, a living being, alien, and changed it into a robot. You know, yeah. I don't know. If it was, I don't know if it was a go ahead and kit bash a Orco with a Roboto and two for one on it. I'm just not sure what the appeal of what robots is right now. It could have something to do with just the technology-driven society we live in and they're okay. trying to play off that. I'm not sure, but I'm completely indifferent about it as it sits right now because it's not one of my favorite characters. So I'm not really going to touch too much on that subject until I see how he's represented, how he's played out in this show. I can't imagine that he has any bigger part than he's ever had in any Master Universe Um series or show but that one i'm indifferent about i'm, I'm not going to speak to that one at all i probably have more to say about the young teen at arms 
<laughs> then yeah. then yeah, the teen at arms than I do um than I do Orco. Okay. The only thing only thing that I can try to uh gather about the robotic Orco is yep. this particular uh universe seems very futuristic and robotic. It does. And uh-huh. and with the old series with Orco, it was very sword and sorcery with magic and yep. maybe Orco really embraces the magic of the old series you know when it comes to fantasy when it comes to magic Orco right to where in this series because it embraces technology and maybe science and robotics and technology is the, ma- is the master maybe him being a robot he's the embodiment or the source of that to where a lot of times, especially with, I mean, I know a lot of people don't want to hear it, but Scott, Knight, Scott Knightley making the uh, trolls and Troller very, very powerful yep. in the Masters of the Universe world, maybe Oracle being a robot is a very powerful source to technology in this particular world. So maybe that's what they're going with. Okay, so he's... Yeah. So, so yeah. he's, he's going he's gonna to be the cyborg to the uh, Zack Snyder Justice League. Yeah, um. <laughs> basically. Yeah, yeah. So something like yeah. that. And and if you notice, well, even with the power sword, um, there's like it's, it's very. I mean, there has been um, um c- c- uh, like robotic swords before, but this one actually has like scriptures on it. Okay. So when he reads, he actually read. He can read the the words uh, by the power of Grayskull. So I yeah. noticed that they showed him actually reading it, and it was like in a uh, uh, a type of um, 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 writing or like some some type of uh, hieroglyphics. hieroglyphics. Yeah, that he was reading and he was trying to interpret. And he when he said it, it was like he was reading it, and then it happened. So I Got thought it. that that was pretty neat too, and it really shows um, that you know a major transformation. He goes from being like a smaller guy and he's like a really big dude. So at least they kept that too. It definitely came off as some King Arthur sword in a stone type stuff, you yeah. know? Definitely did. So it definitely did. So nope, I like I like I like your take on um the Orco and I guess we'll just see how he plays out all together okay. and see if it works. I mean, he might just be such a secondary character that it didn't matter. But I think we're both right in some capacity because the show is very futuristic and it looked like it's leaning in even heavier on the technology. So that might be the very reason. So if you want to move past that, let me talk about Teen at Arms for a minute. Okay. All right. So I don't mind the design of Teen at Arms or anything like that. But if I got to go ahead and pre-shadow what this character is going to present itself is, it's looking more like the little rascals in the get along gang. And that's not a bad thing necessarily. But I always thought Man at Arms tutelage was so important to a Prince Adam in every iteration of Master Universe, every yeah. representation. He always was a guide, uh, a moral guide, or else just some kind of mentor in some capacity. So I'm, I'm curious, and I might be looking too deep into this, if everybody across the board is of the same age, then who's making sound decisions? But I don't know if a kid would be interested in getting, you know what I'm saying, those lectures uh, in today's exactly. time. It might just be a show that's just purely on fate, luck, and mischief. Mi- mischief. You know, yeah. it just might be one of those ones. So that was the only dislike that I might have had was Teen at Arms versus the Man at Arms. But he might be a a, a late teen, you know, who has a little yeah, more sound. 
he might he, he might be the Rufio of the group, and he might have just been like a little uh, ravage and savage uh, to the group, and he might have a little more experience in that sense that he can offer up. But I always thought that the man in arms, the Prince Adam role, was always important that he be a little more wiser, a little older, in mentorship towards a Prince Adam. So we'll see how it plays out. You know, cool. if I just had to have one negative. And I okay. don't know if that could be true or not because I haven't seen the show yet. But I seen that and I was like, okay, so across the board, everybody's of the same age, it appears. So how did they take this journey? But it's good to have that conversation and have those thoughts towards it because I have no choice but to go ahead and watch it to see those answers come out of it. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like a Brock to an Ash Catchman Pokemon. Or, okay. Uh, like uh, in the Avatar, how you had Aang, but then you had the one kid who was older. Um, yeah, from the water tribe. Now, now I'm gonna ask you. I'm I'm gonna kind of wrap it up because I know they're okay. kind of short on time. Now I'm gonna ask you. Uh, uh, this this is uh, this was really pointed out and seemed very very like um, heavy heavy handed just in this short preview. But um, how you feel about uh, Masters of the Universe now? And this is not just this, just in general because I always felt like with Masters of the Universe, it wasn't like just a he-man thing or a skeletal thing mm-hmm. always felt like everybody was a master and i and i know that they sort of pointed out in other cartoons and sometimes they didn't but in this one it seems like they really are like going with everybody as a master yep. at something so how do you feel about that you know what i think <clears throat> on the lowest level because we we already know in revelation and stuff it was important that it be a female lead all right mm-hmm. we already had conversation hash that out gone maybe that in this new maybe in this new um this new um series maybe they wanted to go ahead and across the board offer up that equality and mm-hmm. i think i think it was important for them to say that and i think it makes the characters all the more interesting so that way you don't have a b and c tier characters because everybody has a certain skill set now yes. after all said and done we are going to know who is the main good guy we're going to know who the main baddie is. But I'm glad you brought that point up because I like that angle of the master of this, the master of that, the master of this. Because in Revelations, the opening of it, you know, with uh, Alan Oppenheimer's um, narration, he said masters of the universe, speaking as if everybody had the opportunity to become a master of the universe. And then throughout the series, you had Evil Lynn speaking of being a master at one time. So I like the fact that they're playing that up because as a kid and a young adult and adult collector and stuff, I always thought it was about He-Man and Skeletor, first and foremost, and everybody else would be C, D, list characters. I like to think that everybody has their own certain skill set. And then when you dive into it a little deeper and you see how that plays out, it's like, oh, this person is compatible in, uh, in, in, in battle with this person. Or this person can give this person a run for their money. But I think from the level of a kid, I think if they're representing each one of these characters, whether it be black, white, male, female, mm-hmm. I think we're playing into that whole masters. This is what I'm absolutely good at. And this is my strongest strength. And this is what makes me part of the good guys. This is what makes me part of the bad guys. So I like the way they play that up. I like that. I mean, it's always been masters with an S. It's yeah. not master of the universe. It's been masters. Master so it's it's pretty awesome that they're uh, finally playing that up, that everybody is on board and stuff to be the all supreme. I like it. I'm all there for it. Sign me up. Yeah. And, and even uh, we, we talk about equality, even animals, because uh, <laughs> because Battle Cat <laughs> is like, I'm the master of the wild, which honestly, I always felt like Battle Cat, and I'm, I, I even spotlighted Battle Cat once, but 
always felt like Battle Cat is the one character that really makes He-Man like different than a lot of the other blonde-haired, buff, barbarian, sword-wielding guys in the 80s. I mean, he's a green tiger with mm-hmm. a saddle. And, and and for him to have the power of Grayskull, I mean, if He-Man is the master of the universe, right? I mean, or yep. the, most, the most powerful man in the universe because he got the power of Grayskull, well, then what is a, a, a tiger that also has <laughs> the power of Grayskull? I mean, I am... You know, that's a good point because I'm saying the same sword that I lifted over my head, you know, said the choice words and stuff that got me to be the most powerful man in the universe. I took that same, you know, um, steel and turned it on you to in in, in bow you uh, and instow uh, the same power in you. So, I mean, it has to be something to say about that cat that's going into battle cats. So, yeah, that yeah, that's that's a little bit of responsibility and power put on that feline, you know. (laughs) <laughs> always felt like he was like downplayed you know like it like if the right writer or storyteller came in i mean uh, battle cat technically should be stronger than he-man because <laughs> because from what i recall i'm not a biology major but a tiger <laughs> is a bit stronger than a human so if you gave them the same power up i mean battle cat should be stronger than he man so for him to say that he's the master of the wild i could definitely see him taking on like a killer whale in the it water <laughs> you, you know what i mean hey i'm it's funny you say that but i mean you put that out there like that it makes a little bit of sense i, I hope that th- that wouldn't just say it for the trailer i yes. hope that the opportunity in this animated show the cgi show to give a little backstory as to why they would say that and if they get upgrades throughout the series, I would hope that it showed what they're the masters of. Not just being said as a, just a little tagline in a trailer. I mm-hmm. hope they play a little bit. Because to say you master the wild, well, it's something to be said about that. Either you are a king in your domains and the other green tigers look at you like, oh, you're the one. Mm-hmm. Or else you have some power over other animals. So yeah. that would be cool to see them play off of that. I like that you brought that up. Oh, yeah, yeah big time. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be good to see it. All right. I think we said enough about, you know, just one trailer. So I think we'll have the opportunity to go ahead and do some um, episode breakdowns if we get into the show and we like it and we love it. But I don't think that either one of us are shallow enough to hate on the show and then turn around, waste our opportunity and lend our opinion and take this platform just to nanny nanny boo it, especially if it's not given towards us. So hopefully it hits its mark. It finds a home with children. And also the adult collectors and the adult fans love it just as much too with their with, with, with the kids or without the kids. Hopefully it just resonates along with every other representation of Master Universe and it's just one more plus to the line and to the whole lore and the multiverse. Exactly. It and, is. And yeah, just like you said, I mean, um, you know, just uh just give it a shot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just give it a shot. But we know what it's about. Um it's not no, uh, you know, it's no secret. I mean, you see what it is, you know. So, hey, I'm going to definitely watch it. I'm excited. And All right. Is it what, September the 16th? September 16th, I think, is a day. If we're yeah, wrong, okay. we'll take, okay. but it's September, so it's coming up soon enough. And okay. I definitely okay. needed, I needed something to fill in that revelation, you know, okay. um, that, that revelation gap. Because I'm, I'm looking forward to the next five episodes of Revelations and... Aside from the comic book, which we can have a conversation about in another episode, this uh-huh. is what we're going to get as far as visual format. So I'm, I'm ushering it on in. I'm bringing it on in. I'm, I'm happy to say that I've seen a post today that Kevin Smith is going to be at the convention. 
So I'm sure that he can speak to the next five episodes of Revelations. And if he doesn't, we're going to make them pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, how we yeah. do it. And, and you know what? And, and you know what? I, I, I give him props for even showing up after. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I'll, I'll give him that. Yep. Yep. Up. All right, but man. He knows, so. He the fan so he knows where, where he's wanted, where he's loved. So he yeah. knows. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we can wrap this one up. Timestamp 33. Okay. But not so. Until next week, and we go ahead and get back on another one. You have a great friend, and we'll do this again. All right, man. Take it easy. All right, sir. You do the same.